Nothing is being done to you. Everything is being done for you. This powerful, monumental message from this week's Parsha is one that can truly transform your entire life. We, are, we so love playing the victim. We love to think that all these things are happening to us, that people are trying to hurt us, that people are trying to make our lives difficult. And this week's Parsha is so abundantly clear that Yosef had every reason to be a victim. He had every reason to complain, every reason to think that feel angry at his brothers, feel angry at Potiphar, feel angry at Pare, feel angry at the world, feel angry at the universe. But Yosef's approach, if you really digested it and lived with it, it would change your life. And it's undoubtable, it's undeniable that if we lived with the mindset of Yosef that we are about to unpack, we would be different people. In this week's Parsha, the end of last week's Parsha, Binyamin is basically called to be a slave. Yosef demands that when the brothers come, there's a famine. They say, your spies, I want to see your brother. He wants to see his little brother that he hasn't seen for all these years. And so Yehuda convinces Yaakov to sort of send his favorite son of his favorite wife to Egypt. And Yosef places in the knapsack of Binyamin a goblet and says that whoever steals my goblet will be a slave. And so they are back in the palace and Yehuda, who was the one that vouched to take care of Binyamin and make sure nothing bad happens to him, but Yegashalav Yehuda. Yehuda approaches him. And it's one of the longest speeches that we see in the Tanakh. He approaches him and he tells and he recounts to Yosef the story of what happened to Yosef. He says, you asked us, do you have a father and a brother? We do have a father and a brother. This brother, Binyamin, I have to tell you his story. Yehuda is telling Yosef, the viceroy of Egypt, who they have no idea is their brother. He says to them, we had we have a father, an old father, and our father had a beloved wife, his favorite wife. His wife was Rachel. When Yaakov saw Rachel, he fell in love with her immediately. He saw her at the well and he was obsessed with her. And he worked for her for 14 years and she passed away young and she had two children. The oldest child, Yosef, is dead. They couldn't even think that Yosef would be alive. How could an 18-year-old survive alone? in the immorality and the difficulty of being a slave in Egypt, never mind being a viceroy of Egypt. They didn't even, it didn't even cross their mind. And his brother is dead and his father loves him. And you told us, he says, you told us to come down to Egypt and bring the boy, otherwise it's a famine and you won't give us food. So we did. I went to my father and I told him, I will do anything to take care of this, of this boy. Never mind, Binyamin was like 30 years old right now. And his father, and my father said, okay, but you want to know when the first one went away, when Yosef went away from me, the one that went away from me, he has surely been torn to pieces and I've not seen him since. Yehuda telling Yosef, the brother, the boy, the first boy that was taken, you, my father has never been the same. He has been thinking about you and he loves you your entire life. And if something happens to this one, to Binyamin, his brother, Barash he's going to die. And I want you to know 
Nafshai Keshura Benafshai. Their souls are attached. Binyamin and his father's souls are attached. And if something happens to him, I will have sinned my entire life. How will I go up to my father if the boy is not with me? In case I, will, I cannot see my father die, essentially, as a result of the heartbreak after losing his first son, and now going to be losing his second son as a slave, I will not do this. I take responsibility. I will have sinned to my father all my days. Yehuda takes responsibility. And in many ways, he's taking responsibility also for selling Yosef all those years ago. Then the chills come. And Yosef could not handle it. He could not bear anymore he sees Yehuda recount the story of his life to his face take responsibility and say if anything happens to my brother I will have sinned all my life there is no way I'm going to hurt my brother I'm going to do anything to take care of him Yosef sees Yehuda has changed the brothers are different they're not the same brothers that are willing to just let their brother go, sell their brother. They will do anything or fight for their family. And Yosef can't handle it. And he says, everyone go away. Leave. Leave. And he starts crying so loud. He is weeping. And the entire, the entire household of Parah can hear. And then Yosef says to his brothers, Ani Yosef, I am Yosef. Ha'od Avichai, is my father still alive? And his brothers are petrified. They are startled. They, are, they, they don't know what to do with themselves. And Rashi says, From the embarrassment. They are so, they shell-shocked. They cannot believe it. And he says again, Come close to me. And he says, "Ani Yosef Achichem, I am your brother Yosef. Asher machartem, I see Mitzrayma, that you sold to Egypt. Asher machartem, that you sold. I am Yosef, Asher machartem, because you sold me. The reason why I am the person I am today is because of the fact that you sold me." And he continues. Do not be sad. Do not be upset. I see that you sold me. Because Hashem sent me to preserve life. Hashem sent me here before you in order to save you. It's the craziest thing what Yosef is saying. You sent me to Egypt. You sold me to Egypt. That's the narrative. The narrative is from... The, it, it, it's the narrative that you tell yourself. If you think about it, you can tell yourself any narrative and believe it and live with it. And that narrative shapes your present. I know for myself, there are many narratives that created in my life. Those narratives don't serve you. There are two narratives that Yosef could have gone down. The first narrative was his brothers were horrible to him and sold him to Egypt as an 18-year-old and tried to kill him. How is that narrative serving Yosef? But Yosef sees that this is Hashem. Hashem sent me here. The strength of character the resilience that Yosef has he says to them no 
the narrative that I that I that I choose to align myself with is that what you I was sent here lemichia to ensure and to preserve and to make sure that now that there's a famine, I can provide food for you. That Hashem sent me before you. Hashem sent me to preserve life in order to save you. The whole reason why you sent me to Egypt. It's not because you didn't like me. It's not because you were jealous of me. That's not why I'm here. I'm here because Hashem sent me here in order that when you come here, I have food ready for you. Because there's a famine in all the land. Whoa, it's powerful. He, and he says, because two years of famine have passed, there's another five years. There is no cherish and there's no katsir, there's no plowing, no harvest, and you would have been alone. There would have been no food. And then he repeats, my favorite, most powerful pasuk in all of Tanakh, Hashem sent me, Hashem sent me here. Our entire lives, Hashem puts us in every situation that we find ourselves in. And it's, and it's up and, and sometimes we don't see it. I always think of a child. I always see like little children and they're holding a knife and their parents take away their knife from them and they're screaming and shouting. And you look at the child and you say, you're such an idiot. The mother, your mother's trying to save you. Your mother's trying to help you. And I think the marshal goes same for us. We, in this world and things don't go away, we start throwing tantrums. Say, Hashem, why are you doing this to me? How are you doing this to me? It's so hard. It's so terrible. I can't do this. We don't remember. Every single thing that happens to us in life is Hashem taking away the knife from us. This is not for you. And, it, and it's, it's an advisor. It's really, really hard to wrap your head around that. It's hard. It's a difficult thing to say, whoa, Hashem is doing this for me, not to me. Hashem sent me here. To make for your remnant in the land. To preserve for you and make a great deliverance for you. To save you. That's why I'm here. And he repeats it again. I can't believe he repeats it again. I see you did not send me. This wasn't your doing. This is Hashem. And then he says, Go tell your father, Kai Aymar. So says Ben Chayasef, Samani Elekim Laadzaim. Hashem has put me as a Lord. Go quickly. You will come here and I will feed you and I'll look after you. There is no one like Yasef. This journey. It's been a year since I have completed Weekly with Hannah, and it really started from this week's Parsha. Because, as we all know, life is hard. Things happen, curveballs get thrown at us, and it's so easy to blame the world. And it's so easy to create narratives. But to have the understanding that you are on a shlichus, Hashem sent you into every space that you are put in at this moment, you're there for a reason. My flight was canceled. I'm in Israel. I'm like, this Hashem sent me here. And next Hashem will send me somewhere else. I am obviously, you have to put in the work. But the, as we all know, we can plan and plan and plan. And God laughs at us. God tells us, you think you were meant to be here this week? Actually, you're not. You're going to be there. 
Hashem sends you where you're meant to be. Hashem sends everything, everything to you. Yosef was in prison. He's in prison for 12 or 13 years, according to two different commentaries. What? Yosef was able to say all this pain, all this pain that I was put through. It's only been, if you think about it, he, his life was filled with so much more pain. So much more pain than there was this glorious life out of this point. At this point, he's been the viceroy for nine years. He'd been a slave. He'd been in prison. He was hated by his brothers. He said, I don't even see that part of the narrative. That narrative has become irrelevant to me. Elakim lafanechem. Hashem sent me before you. So I bless all of us that we can see clearly that it's from Hashem because it's always good. Everything from Hashem is good. No one is doing anything to you. Hashem is paving the way to give you the most glorious, beautiful life. And when we tap into that, when we tap into the fact that Hashem made Yosef the viceroy, he didn't even say he was being the viceroy to be greater than everyone else, to save the world. Yosef was sent there through all the hardship to save the world. If there was a famine and there was no food, the world wouldn't continue. And Yosef recognized that Hashem sent him there for a reason. We're all being sent every single day for a reason. And I bless us that it's easy to see the reason and it guides us and empowers us to recognize that we have a mission and a purpose and we are going to change the world because it's not us that is running the world. It's the one above. Wishing you a beautiful, meaningful Shabbos.